Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cornerstone. What's hang on? What's it called? <laughs> Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, Conservations. Cornerstone Conversations. Uh, this is Matt Koenig, assistant pastor at Cornerstone. Uh, it's with with me. Oh my goodness, this is terrible. <laughs> with me is is Neil, right? Our senior pastor. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Matt. It's great to yourself? be um, back again. It's been it's been some time. It has been. I, some I time. suspect that this this podcast might be a little bit disorganised. Yes, uh, we're a bit of out of practice as. Yeah, As the intro has already shown. People have been away and people stuff. have been away. Sick. People, people. Yeah, it's people's. It, it's all their fault. It's all. It's always someone else's fault, Those isn't it? People's. Yeah, I blame everyone else. Um, yeah, no. So um, I've I've been absent for various reasons. You've been absent for who knows what your excuse is, but you know. Uh, no, I think you did. You have some. You had some. Family events and well, holidays. I had like a 50th birthday, a 30th wow. birthday. Are you 50? A zero birthday. That means the baby was born. I'm more than that's 50. Very, that's my wife's that's, 50. Wow. Yeah. You're more than 50. I am. I know I don't look it, but. You don't look a day over 60, to be I honest. Know, I know. It's pretty young looking, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and what else? Uh, I had some holidays. So, what? You had a, uh, had a 50th, a 30th. Mm hmm. And a zero. Yes. And it was my 31st wedding anniversary yesterday. Wow. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations, man. Not that's bad, eh? Wow. That's pretty so big. You, so you've come back to work for a rest then? Yeah. <laughs> After all that partying. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. There's been a number of really good messages uh, over the last little while, which we haven't talked about. No, we haven't. Um, Never mind. We'll just skip over those. Yep. And and continue on from last Sunday's message, which I had the privilege of bringing on Sunday, which was really good. Good I, on uh, Yeah, glad that God turned up and mm. and took over because it was a struggle, to be honest, Neil. Yeah, right. Why? Yeah. What was the struggle, Matt? I don't know. I just couldn't. Let's do some therapy while we're here. Some therapy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what were you? When I was with? five. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I don't know. Sometimes there's just this this struggle to to work out how how to deliver what God's put on my heart, mm. and uh, usually those ones are the ones that are. I don't know, like the, you know, it's where I get in the way or something. I don't know. I was I was overthinking. I don't know what it was. Mm. Um, but it, you know, I had it was a long weekend last weekend. I think that's probably what the problem was. Right, long weekend, and I wanted to get it. I wanted to get it nailed down so I could enjoy my long weekend. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought I, I thought I had it sorted. I was I was very happy with it. Uh, and then and then the first public holiday came. The Friday public holiday came, and it just didn't. It didn't wasn't. Gel. It wasn't sitting there, and I. And then I struggled with it for two days. Mm. And thankfully, it was sorted by 9.30 on Sunday morning when I had to get up the front nice. and, um, and talk about it. So that's, there you go. There's there you some, go. There's some backstory. Um, but really, I guess, um, I want to really, God put on my heart just to, to talk about um, just his nature and, and the things that he, uh, or some of the things that he has promised to us. Yep. Um, and 
also our responsibility in in those promises as well. Yep. Um, and so, uh, really, the majority of my message focused. Focused. <laughs> terrible, terrible. The majority of my message focused in on uh, Psalm ninety-one. Yep. Psalm ninety-one. Um, do you want to do you want to read that for me? Sure. Because. Yep. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This yep. I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap, protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness nor the disaster that strikes at midway midday <laughs> midway that was in world war ii the thousand fall at your side though ten thousand are dying around you these evils will not touch you just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished if you make the lord your refuge if you make the most high your shelter no evil will conquer you no plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone you'll trample upon lions and cobras you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Keep going. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Those who live in the shelter of the most no, 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 high. No, no, now, you, now you're going too far, dude. Just am I reading it again? I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, up there, fella. Sorry, so that's, I was just going back to the start. You were going back to the start. So that was, yeah, so I went, that's what I did. I went back to the start. So that, I mean, yeah, so that was the, the passage that my message was focused on. Yep. Um, there's, a, there's a heap of promises in there about what God will do. Um, there's also some if, if statements. Mm -hmm. I'm a programmer by trade, Neil. Are you? Uh, and so when I say if statements, that has a lot of conditional expectation put on it. Right. Um, probably not. Probably doesn't put. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what the word I'm looking for is now. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know, if I said if to like if to you, what what does that does that conjure up anything in you? Like yeah. an expectation, an expectation. That's that's the word I'm looking for. A very strong expectation. Yep. An if statement in programming plays a very big role. Right. And so it's not, I think you can just, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it, as a non-programmer, yes. do does that if jump out at you? If. Yeah, sure. Really? Or do <laughs> yeah, you just not? like, meh, whatever. No, no. You so what you're saying is that there's conditions placed on So there are, there are conditions placed on what what God promises. So there's a whole heap of promises in there, but mm. and I'm really just picking on it one small section of my message. But as we were t as you were reading it then again just now. Yep. Um and now I can't even see where it is. So if 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 oh it's because I, I covered it up. If you it's didn't a, cover so, it you would have been so, able to read it. So if if you make the Lord your refuge. Yep. If you make the Most High your shelter. Yep. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come to your home. Mm. 
So and, then it, and then so really from from the requirements of us, like the conditions, the uh, expectations on us is that we we just need to seek God's refuge, yeah, to rely on Him, um, and then all of these promises come mm. into play. And so, um, I guess that was the thing that was really on my heart. Um, and I and I then, as part of the message, shared from uh, another passage, Isaiah forty-one. Yep. Um. Uh, verse 10, which says, Do not be afraid, for I for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you in my victorious right hand. Um, and I was just yeah, as I was as I was preparing a number of weeks ago for this message, I just I just had that picture of of God's hand holding us and yep. um, you know, that place of shelter and refuge um, that Psalm ninety one is talking about. But this whole thing of We'd, we'd be in, in God's hand, we're being held by his hand and then things would come up and we'd find ourselves just clambering out of his grasp and going off and mm. trying to do things on our own Yep. Um, and deal with stuff rather than remaining in that, remaining in that, in that place of refuge. Yeah. Um, and so that's that if thing, you know, if, if you remain in, in the, the refuge, in God's refuge, then he'll do all of this stuff, but in mm. those moments when we don't and we step out and we and then, I, I don't know, do you feel like you find yourself in in places at times when you're just going off and and then it's like you get backed up against the wall or actually backed up is like you're getting backed up against God's fingers of His hand and you're like, oh God, I need your help, mm. and then it's you know like I yeah, so I guess what you're saying is that sometimes we struggle to let God have stuff you know like so we'll try yeah. and fix it ourselves we'll try yeah. and you know rather than turning to him running to him we'll run from him um yeah. yeah i don't think i really do that much um now like, i don't know if i ever really did a lot but um just that whole i guess it's trusting god you yeah know, it's like yeah i can trust god and i think part of that is the experience over the years so there's no doubt that at times I've hit trouble, yep, and I had definite decisions to make. So, would I run to God or would I run from God? And you know, even in in my own life, there's been a couple of situations where I've had exactly the same um, opportunity as one of my friends to run from God, and I've run to Him instead, and it's made all the difference. And yeah, yep. you know, I think that that's where it comes down to is like, where is my heart towards Him? Am I going to run towards God yeah. and let these promises come to pass? Because I think, as you said before, that if word, it's like if I run from God, he'll. He, it's like the prodigal son, you know, yeah. like the father was there waiting to bless him, but couldn't bless him because he'd run away. Yeah. yeah. And I think you know the heart of God to bless us is never changed. No, that's you know, right. Especially under this new covenant, it's yeah. like. But the ability of God to bless. Mm. is not because of his lack of wanting, but our lack of receiving, I guess, and, and yep. just wandering away. And being in that space of trusting him and yeah. remaining in him. Yes, and, exactly uh, right. Sheltering in him, finding using him as a place of refuge. Yeah, so anyway, that's, I guess, um, yeah, just that, that key key picture of, of remaining in, in God's hand, allowing mm. us to, to stay in that place of shelter. Um, you know, it doesn't... 
And I think the thing the other the other important part of of that is that it actually actually doesn't always change the circumstance that we find ourselves in. No. Um, and and that was something I, I was really um, I guess the, another part of what I was talking about was just the example of like Paul um, in in the New Testament um, talking about. God, God being never changing, and that there's nothing that can get in the way of, of God from from loving us, and mm. um, and just that that perspective of of God being our provider, and and all of this stuff that he was saying, and it's yet he's writing it in the midst of of sitting in a prison cell. Yep. Um, and just that that contrast of recognizing that, you know, God God remains the same, and and what his provision looks like. Is is above above what we can think or imagine, or you know, and so it gives us the ability to to recognise God at work in the midst of situations, even if the world doesn't see it. Yep, I guess does that make does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Philippians four, you said the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious yep. riches, which is being given to us in Christ Jesus. Yep. Paul understood the whole thing of generosity and, um, you know, knowing God would look after him. And, you know, there's one of the famous verses that says, you know, that um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But when you look at it before that, he talks about the experiences of his life, like, you know, I've been shipwrecked and I've had lots, I've had little, you know, I've had plenty, I've had not a lot. Yet, in all these things I have learned, to be content and so he'd learned contentedness why because he was like wait a minute i've seen god through all these things that no matter what situation i was in god brought me out of it yeah and it had been this whole thing of obviously learning to be content so i don't think we should be either too harsh on ourselves either when we're you know going through stuff and we're like oh struggling but there's a learning and growing process that we need to actually lean into as well yeah as Christians and go, you know, like I am going to learn something. God is going to use this for good. I'm going to yeah. learn to know Him more. Yeah. Whatever it might be, that anything that that's there, we can go. Wait a minute. Um, I can do all things through Christ. Yes. He strengthens me, and you only know that after the experience. Yeah. Not before it. No. Yeah. So you see His faithfulness, yeah. and then you become more confident in His faithfulness every time. Correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Guess just. And that and that's a key too is remembering remembering what God has done and sharing what God has done mm. in your life because there are people who haven't experienced that and want to yeah. and and so you know again that's the, the power of what Paul's Paul's saying is he's he's telling people the things that he's experienced and you know that that testimony of him sitting there going you know I have, yep. I have everything I need yep in the midst of the fact that he's sitting in a prison cell yep speaks volumes to the people that he's sharing that with i mean it still echoes on through now as we read that Mm. Um, and you know and just so yeah just coming back to those promises of of the things that god says if we remain in him that he will rescue us that he'll protect us that he will he will Mm. answer us when we call on him um he'll be there with us and and you know the the you know it says there's a, a reward with a long life yep um and with his salvation. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's the, right. the real key thing to remember is that God has promised us salvation. That, yep. that this is the things that God has promised us is not just about 
our life here on earth right now but it goes on for all eternity and i think mm. you know like i don't want to say it's not like we just focus on eternity but we do focus on eternity you know what i mean yeah, but and um but we need to be careful we're not getting so wrapped up in in worldly consequence and situation that we forget about the promise of what's to come yeah is that i, I don't know if i make yep. any sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so looking long term obviously there's a salvation but attached to that you know as you look through those promises that that's in that psalm you know it's like oh heal you from every disease da 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 and we we'd look maybe you go oh my experience hasn't seen that with everyone true yeah but you know i know god's heart towards us and it, and that's why it's like okay let's push back into god you yep. know let me let me push for healing yes let me you know ask god for healing yeah and the bottom of that psalm there it says, uh, I think in another version it says, "With a long life, he will satisfy you yeah. and show you his salvation." Yeah. And so when we start to look at that and break it down, it's like, okay, so God's real plan for us on earth is to have a long and satisfying life, right? Yeah. Jesus said, "I didn't come to steal, kill, and destroy, but to give you, you know, this amazing life." Yeah. And a satisfying life. Yeah. And it's like. They're the promises that we need to push back into. So when mm. when we're talking about you know dwelling in the presence of the the Most High, it's like yeah, I got to get back to that. Um, that I am actually now living in His presence, despite what's happened now. Because as we read through that Psalm, it's like you obviously have to be going through troubles to be rescued from them, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's not like hey, here's a you know life free of any trouble once you're born no, again. That's right. But it's like, yeah, there's trouble, yep. but I'm going to deliver you from all of it. You just press into me, you push into me, yep. and my ultimate goal for you on earth, even though we understand eternity is there and we we understand the fullness of that, it's like, but with a long life, he will satisfy you and mm. show you his salvation. And, yeah, I think, you know, that's the thing is like we need to – don't be scared of God's promises. Mm. You know, a lot of people will not want to bother God even. I don't know why, but or not believe that he can save them, or not that he even wants to save them. It's like you know, oh, I'm sick. God just wants this. No, mm. no, he doesn't. It's like saying that anyone who's not saved, he doesn't want to save. Of course, he does. And and so we we as Christians, it's like, come on, push back into God, and and ultimately you will get the reward of everlasting life anyway. Yeah. But he is interested in this yes. this life as well. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's good. So, Matt, out of all of this, mm. like you know, you said you had a struggle and that. What was it that you were trying to really get home to us? Yeah, just to, I guess, the the whole thing of just remaining in God's presence. Yeah, you know, recognizing that what what God's heart is for us is to love us, is to protect us, is to rescue us, is to mm. to hear our calls when we call out to Him, to to be there with us in the midst of it. Yeah. Um, to to give us that long and satisfying life, and that only comes through remaining, remaining in His presence, remaining in His grasp, not running off and doing its own thing, but just staying in that place of being in His shelter, keep constantly drawing our attention to Him. You know, as you were saying, you know, bring all of those things that you're struggling with to Him. You know, your health, your whatever situation you're in, and and recognize that that God is in that moment, and that yeah. He can He can use that moment, and it might not look the way that you expect it to, but God 
wants good things for us. Mm. Um, yep. You know, he wants good. He wants good things for everyone, and there's yeah. you know, and there's there's nothing that can separate us from from that. Yeah, and from his love, which is also one of the verses that you had. Yeah. That nothing like Paul again. Yeah. I am convinced. Yeah. Like I don't know for sure. It's like yeah. convinced nothing can ever separate us from God's and love. And then yeah, and and with that too, like there's this there's this whole thing. Uh, you know, you know, I've heard I've heard people say I can't possibly be loved by God. Mm. You know, I've done so much that God would hate me for. Yep. Sort of thing. And yet here's Paul, who was Saul. Yeah. You know, whose whose life ambition was to destroy the Christian church until yeah, he, until he had right. that encounter with Jesus on, yeah. on the road to Damascus and you know and so here he is saying you know with all of that experience knowing that he's gone and tried to destroy God's church and yet he recognizes that God loves him so much despite all of that you know like you would think that you know surely yep. God's got a reason not to not to even you know to be a little bit annoyed with him yeah, yeah that's you right know? but and and here he is saying I am absolutely convinced yeah. That there's nothing that can separate us from God's love, you know. Yeah. Like I think with that, that's an the power of message, that testimony yeah. is like you got no excuse. Yeah, God loves you. Yes. Accept it. He, you know. Yeah. yeah. Push into that love. Absolutely. Don't run from it. Yeah. Perfect. That's true. That's yes. good. I like that. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What? So yeah, I hope I hope that that message came out. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. It's good message, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, you're back on deck this this weekend, Neil. Well, I'm you're back. already here, I'm so back. you know yeah. you're back. So we yeah. we'll be able to enjoy your <laughs> uh, your wisdom and oh, yeah. direction on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Why not? Why not? Let's yes. see what God has to say to Excellent. us. Excellent. That'd be great. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for your time. No worries. Again, thank you. Thank you, listeners, for rejoining us after another long. Drake, a drought. We'll, we'll, we'll get this consistent one day. Hey, yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Once you show me how to do that machine thing too and record it, the machine thing, you know, the soundboard, oh, and right. blah blah blah. Then if you're not here, I can still do one with someone. What you're replacing me? Yeah, it'll be having a chat with Neil and I don't know someone else, some rando. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. No, that sounds good. I might, I might have to be absent more often then. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. All right, we'll see what happens. But see anyway, you, thanks, mate. Bye. <laughs>